this is Jana, and I'm here with part two of our winning entries for our pet writing competition. We have four very different stories for you. Well done to Sylvia Belcher, Amidala, and Paul and Dorothy. Here is a story written by Sylvia Belcher, aged 15, from Canada. She says, Dear Jana Elizabeth, Abby was a mixed breed rescue, but our vet thinks she was most likely a Border Collie Lab mix. Heroes never start as heroes. In Abby's case, she started as a stray puppy, starving under a set of stairs. Abby and her sister were scared. Their mother was gone, and they were the only two left in their family. They hadn't eaten in days, and weren't sure how much longer they would last. They cuddled together for warmth, and at last, when they thought all was lost, a hand reached under the stairs and picked up the two tiny shivering balls of fluff, one pure white and one almost completely black. The two puppies were so relieved to come into the Warm Rescue Foundation. For a few weeks, they gained their strength and became healthy young dogs ready to find a family. Abby didn't know she was saying goodbye to her pure white sister, but they each went to a different family one night. Abby wasn't sure what to think of her new family. Dad with a huge red beard, Mum with the warmest hugs, and two very excited little girls. The youngest had absolutely no hesitation about jumping on top of Abby. The older girl, who was four, was a little shy, but right away decided that there was only one name for the new puppy, Abby Kadabi, after her favourite TV show character. Mum and Dad agreed, but Abby Kadabi was usually just called Abby. Life went on as it does for dogs for a few years, camping, going on walks, exploring, until Sylvia, the oldest girl, turned ten. Mum and Dad had finally decided that Sylvia could get her own puppy. When the new puppy came, it was the smallest dog Abby had ever seen. Less than two pounds, not much bigger than a hamster, and covered in bright red fur on top of it all. They called her Poppy, and Abby once again had a sister. The two of them did everything together, played, snuggled, and even shared their humans most of the time. One day, Sylvia and Dad left, going on a trip to a faraway place called England. Sylvia said goodbye to Abby and Poppy, and they were both sad for a while, until Mum said the best word ever. Walk! Sarah and Mum took Poppy and Abby all around the neighbourhood. The two of them ran, sniffed and had the best time two dogs could ever have. Until the white truck drove past. Abby had never really thought white trucks were a problem. There were plenty in the neighbourhood. But Abby looked up just as a huge husky leapt out of the window of the moving truck and grabbed tiny little Poppy by the throat. Sarah and Mum were screaming. Poppy was yelping and Abby did the only thing she could do. She jumped into the air, pinned the much bigger husky to the ground and set Poppy free. She saved Poppy's life. 
When Sylvia got home a week later from her holiday, she found out about how Poppy was attacked. She was shocked. When she saw the puncture wounds in Poppy's neck, she cried. Sylvia knelt down on the ground and held Abby's face in her hands. She had always loved Abby, but in that moment, she was so grateful for her that she knew she'd never be able to thank Abby enough. Sylvia looked deep into Abby's eyes and thanked her with all the love overflowing from her heart. Abby didn't really think that she was so heroic, but the whole family had never been more grateful for their rescue dog. Abby was selfless in a way that not many ever are. But dogs don't live forever, and the day came when Abby was ready to move on from this world. Sylvia sat with Abby on the floor one last time, gave her a kiss filled with all the love and gratitude she had ever felt for her, and said goodbye. Although Abby is no longer bound to earth, she left the prints of her paws on the hearts of all that met her. She was a hero because she saved a life. But she was also a hero because she gave so much love to everyone's lives. Abby started out as an abandoned baby under a set of stairs. But heroes never start as heroes, do they? Goodness me, Sylvia, that was very moving. A really special story about a hero. Thank you. Now, our next story is written by Amidala, aged four and a half, from Sumba, an Indonesian island. She says, My name is Amidala. I'm four and a half years old and I'm British. My father is Hungarian and my mother is British-Hungarian. Her mother, Clara, says, Dear Jana, Amidala would like me to send you a photo of her new baby chicks. Her hens have had 17 chicks in total. She is over the moon. My animals. This story is set on an Indonesian island called Sumba. On the eastern side of the island where we live is always summer and it's very dry like a savanna. In our village people are very friendly and we are a part of a close-knit community. For my birthday in February, I received two chicks, one from a classmate and another one from my teacher. I named them Chippy and Bundaskanea. Bundaskanea is a Hungarian word which translates to French toast. They enjoy the closeness of humans. I often play with them. Once our play was that I took Bundaskanea to a salon to have her nails done. She looked very posh with blue nails. Other times when I sit outside and draw in the sand or in my book, Chippy comes and sits on my lap. That's how close we are. I really love them and we will never eat them. We don't eat meat because we love animals. They are full of love and affection towards humans if they are treated well. They have grown into beautiful and healthy hens. They have laid eggs and they have been hatching a total of around 20 eggs for about two weeks now. We have one more week to go before the little chicks are born. I'm very excited to see them. Apart from the two hens, we have two dogs too. One of them is called Petty. He is big already, very smart and strong. My father has taught him well. He is obedient most of the time. 
He likes to follow me to preschool, even though we tell him not to. He's a very good guard dog, though. He would chase away the cows, horses, and goats that enter our property and want to munch on our vegetables in the garden. The other dog, Nana, is still a puppy. He is not very clever. We haven't taught him anything because he wasn't our dog in the beginning. Our worker has brought Nana to our house, saying that he needed company. But the worker has gone to work somewhere else and left Nana behind. We have adopted him recently, but haven't been able to teach him yet, because for a long time we thought that the worker would come back for him. He is actually a naughty dog because he ate the neighbor's little chick once. I've seen him. It made us very sad. We were considering giving Nana away because we are afraid that he would eat Chippy's and Bundaskanea's chicks later. It seemed like the right thing to do in order to protect our chicks, but there is something stopping us. If we give Nana away, we know that he would not live long. It might be shocking for you to find out, but on this island, people eat dogs. Dogs are not kept as pets; they are kept for their meat, just like pigs and hens. Although we are very worried about our chicks, we have decided to keep Nana and teach him instead of giving him away. Thank you, Amadala. Despite Nana being a naughty dog, I'm so pleased you decided to keep him. He's lucky to have you. You know you're our youngest winner this time round, and thanks to your mum Clara for helping you. Our final stories are written by brother and sister, Paul, age seven, and Dorothy, aged eight. Bob says, "Hello, Story Nori. I would like to submit the following stories from two of my Korean students, Dorothy and Paul, our brother and sister that I tutor. These two are extremely bright students, with English being their second language. They also speak Chinese." Both students have been exposed to English since around the age of four. I use various resources in our classroom, and your podcast is one of our favourites. They are very happy to share their stories about their dear dog Maru. Please enjoy, Barb French. Thank you, Barb. I've decided to ask Bertie to read these stories as the subject matter reminded me of him. Thanks, Bertie. Over to you. Thank you, Jana. The first story is called "Sweet Potato" by Paul. I have a little dog named Maru. He's seventeen years old. He's old but very funny and cute. I like to give Maru food when Mom isn't looking, but he can be picky sometimes. Maru loves to eat sweet potato. I like to pretend that he's always saying. Give me sweet potato. Woof. When we don't have any sweet potato, I think he gets angry. That's why he pees in the house sometimes. He's angry because I'm not feeding him sweet potato. I need to tell my mum to buy more sweet potatoes. And that was sweet potato by Paul, who farted. By Dorothy. Now, not to be rude, but my dog Maru always farts. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. You get the picture. His farting sound is sometimes loud, but luckily not too smelly. 
One day, my brother Maru and I were playing in our room. I heard the fart sound and saw my brother laugh. I looked at Maru, and he seemed confused. My brother said to me, "You're gross," and I said, "No, you're gross." Then we heard the sound again from Maru's direction. Maru farted. He's not gross, though. He's just old. Just like you, Bertie. Cheers, Jana, and thank you, Paul and Dorothy. I loved those two stories. Well, they suited you very well, Bertie. You know they do. Cheers, Jana. And thank you to everyone for sending in your stories about your beloved pets. If you weren't selected this time, don't despair. There will be many more competitions from us. For now, from me, Jana at StoryNori dot com. Goodbye.